Oh, hey guys, it's Brendan. I uh, hope everyone's safe and sound and in semi-quarantine or whatever uh, you're doing uh, to, to take refuge during this, this time of uh, global pandemic. Uh, I've been pretty much holed up uh, at my lady's apartment. Um, this is uh, a recap episode of episode 269 Pervo Vision with the great Caitlin Palufo. I thought Caitlin was a fantastic guest. I was uh, sad that I, I wasn't there uh, to uh, to be uh, a guest with her. Well, I wouldn't be a guest. I'd be a host uh, while she was a guest. Uh, but also she is a tremendous stand-up comedian. So if you haven't checked out her work, I recommend doing that. Now, uh, I'm going to get into some what's been going on with me, and then I'll recap the episode. But I do have to start with the greatest part of the episode by far was Caitlin's shock, her, her uh, disbelief, her disgust with Anthony's bodily noises, his burps, his farts, his chews, uh, because I... As you know, I mean, I don't even bring it up anymore because it's been so normalized by Greg. Greg, it does not seem to affect Greg. Uh, so I have I have Stockholm syndrome. I just have have come to, to to accept that as my normal life. So to hear someone else uh, realize this is not the normal sounds that should be coming out of a human on a podcast or really a human at all as frequently as they do. I've never met a person that just burps once every roughly 20 seconds. Uh, so to hear Caitlin say that was a great, uh, really, really, really validated me in these years that I've been uh, saying this is something is wrong. You've got to go to the doctor uh no offense to anthony he 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 he's not trying to do this uh but but that felt good anyway what's been happening with me oh, oh by the way uh this week is the last week of the episodes we kind of canned because we were all on the road and everything next week uh one way or another the three of us will be back together again. We're trying to see if it's safe to um, just if it's just the three of us to uh, meet up. We're not sure that's a good idea. We may be doing Skype episodes, um, recording via Skype. Either way, you're going to have regular episodes coming back at you next week. Um, we don't really know. I mean, we're all, I think everyone's super cautious right now. Uh, like, it, it turns out, uh, it, what's freaking me out a little bit is that the amount of, like, rich celebrities that just get tested that are asymptomatic and they have it. Like, four Brooklyn Nets players have it, all asymptomatic, or three out of the four asymptomatic. Um, so it's like... Well, what about us that don't get tested? How many of us have it and are asymptomatic? So that's why we're a little um, uncertain of, of getting together to record. I People are like, some people are not getting it. Like I, ha I had to go to the grocery store yesterday. We were out of um, 
uh, we were, we needed something and, uh, I had to go and like pretty much everyone is doing well, keeping their distance. And then I get in line and I'm like five feet behind the guy in front of me, keeping my distance. And then this lady is literally singing directly into my neck is, is one inch away from me and singing a song into my neck. And I, I I'm like having a panic attack in the grocery store and it's just like, what don't you understand? Uh, do you, uh, get away from me. Don't be close to me. Um, so, yeah, I'm freaking out a little bit. I did uh, – I've been – basically what I've been doing is it, we're pretty much staying self – we've been pretty isolated. Um, I've been writing. Uh, i give you an example. I, I, I think I've written about 30 jokes this week. Not all great. I'll give you an example of, of probably what's not a winner is uh, I wrote uh, yesterday, I wrote uh, uh, a lot of offices are going paperless uh, to save the the, the 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 trees, you know, but I don't work in an office. So I've just been uh, breathing out more. You know, like... <sighs> So that's an example. You don't – for those of you that are thinking about comedy writing, they're not all winners. You just write them all down. It's fine. Uh, you know, you get it. Trees eat the carbon dioxide or they absorb it. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know the ins and outs of trees. But anyway, I've been writing. I've been exercising. We happen to live right near Prospect Park, which is great because uh, as long as you keep distance, you can run. Now, that I don't know how long that's going to last. They are – talking about kind of shelter in place like real quarantine type deals in a lot of cities so we'll see if that goes into effect um but you can run in the park what i did yesterday because i had run the last few days yesterday in the morning i said i told amy i go you know what i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna do uh a thousand air squats today or some people just call them squats i call them air squats because when i squat i'm usually at the gym barbell squatting with weight so when i'm just doing a a a standing squat with no weight i call that an air squat so i said i'm doing a thousand air squats today uh that's my goal uh and i did i filmed it all and then i edited it into uh uh a video and uh as i watched the video i realized this is fucking boring uh, but if you want to go to at airbud, E-Y-R-E-B-U-D on Instagram, uh, you can see that I did do a thousand air squats. Actually, if you're a Rad Dude Cast fan, listen to this recap, go to that video, watch the entire video and confirm that you did for me. Uh, because I dare anyone to watch nine boring minutes of me doing air squats. Now, uh, now I, I had to fast forward. I, I edited it so they go real fast. But uh, anyway, uh, it turned out it was much harder than I thought. Uh, it pretty much killed my legs. So then this morning, uh, me and Amy go on a run. She's faster than me anyway. She's a good runner. And I, I'm kind of a slow runner. And uh, so I'm like, she's like, I can slow down with you. I'm like, no, go ahead, go ahead, go run ahead. My my legs are kind of dead anyway. I think I I think I could maybe keep up with her if I was in, if I was if I really pushed myself and my legs weren't tired. But so I'm like, we get like a mile into the park. I'm like, go ahead. Uh, we there's this big hill in Prospect Park. I make it up the hill, and at that point, my legs are just cooked from the 
air squats yesterday. And right at the top of the hill, I just start, my stomach just starts to be fucked up. Now, I don't know if any of you guys are runners. Runners often deal with like running can bring out gastrointestinal issues. Like basically, you running sometimes makes you have to diarrhea style shit and like i one time i remember a few years ago i was watching uh i used to love um i would watch the new york city marathon in my neighborhood in park slope they they would come down fourth avenue at about mile six and so i'd watch the professionals come by the professional women come first uh because they start first and then the men then i'd go get some coffee then i'd take the train into the city uh about about an hour and a half later and i'd get to go to central park uh and i'd watch them finish so i'd see i'd see them at like mile six and i'd see the finish so it was great and this woman she had she she was swedish i knew that because she had a swedish like singlet on she had just shit all over herself all over herself and the thing was like if you're in the top 10 shit all over yourself i get it like you're trying to win some prize money you can say you finished top 10 in the new york city marathon that's a big deal she was like 47th and i feel like at that point you stop you even if you have to shit on a curb with everyone watching that's better than just shitting in a singlet and letting it run down your legs uh for the course of the marathon for the remainder of the marathon it's not what it's not what i'm saying is as a rule if you're gonna finish top 10 in a prestigious event shit your pants anything beyond that stop and shit but anyway i get uh, uh, i get to the top of the hill it's about a mile and a quarter into this run I'm, i was just gonna do a four mile run and uh i just had a shit so bad it was horrible my legs were dead i felt like i was gonna shit my pants and so i run a little further and then i'm like now this at this point i'm totally on the opposite side of the park from amy's house so i'm I'm like okay this is what i'm gonna do i can't make it i'm not gonna make it uh there there are public bathrooms in prospect park i don't really know exactly where they are also probably a little hesitant to use them i mean i'd do it in an emergency but a little hesitant to use them uh during this uh virus outbreak uh um but hesitant to use them in general a new york any kind of new york city public bathroom is is a place where people do bad things usually uh but uh especially during this time so i'm like this is what i'm gonna do here's the trail here's a path I'm going to cut back through the middle of the park because it's much like Central Park. There's paths running through the park. I'm going to cut back through and go straight back to the house. That'll be the quickest way. Well, somehow I got on some wooded path, dirt path, that just went in a bunch of fucking circles and ended up running, ended up going probably twice as long as I would if I just would have stayed on the original route. And, uh,. I almost shit my pants. It was bad. I thought I was going to have to shit in the woods. I haven't shit in the woods in probably over 10 years. Over 10 years. I did it during a 10-mile trail race one time. I had I just my stomach fucked up and I had to go off the course and just shit in the woods. And then you and then you're like, "Do I wipe with leaves because that 
seems gross and also are you really wiping or just smearing around or do i just go no wipe it's all fucked the shitting in the woods is bad uh but uh so i thought i was gonna have to do that but i didn't i made it back uh so so that was great um i mean not great i wouldn't call it great it was uh it was uh better than uh than than if i shit in the woods but uh, now, getting on uh, to... Oh, the other thing is, I made a fantastic sauce yesterday, guys, by the way. I'm a pretty good cook. I never really talk about that because I don't cook that much, but I'm a pretty good cook. My friend Charlie, his, his, he's uh, also the son of an immigrant. His dad's from Italy. He taught me how to make traditional kind of Italian sauce or gravy, as some Italians call it. And I made this nice, you know, you cook it low and slow with meat for about uh four or five hours I might have even cooked it six hours but i had i had uh i had uh western style uh bone in uh pork ribs in there a couple of those some sausage and some meatballs cooked that all together get the flavors it was fantastic we're gonna be eating that for days um now uh but let's get on to the episode recap uh Caitlin uh, was great. My my Caitlin story is this. It mainly is leading to one, um, one f- that funny ending, but because uh, it wasn't really anything funny having to do with Caitlin. But uh, we were doing this gig at like a hotel. Uh, some guy who kind of promotes a gig once a year or something, and it, it was a good gig. It was it was pretty full. It was it was me, Caitlin, and I want to say I forgot the headliner's name, and I, I apologize for that because uh, he was great. He's someone I know too. Uh, but anyway, I drove up there. I get up there early. Um, I'm chilling in my hotel room. I'm taking a nap, and I get a call from the promoter. We gotta go. I'm like, what? What do you? What do you? This is like five o'clock or something. Like, what are you talking about? We gotta go. I'm not going anywhere. I'm gonna do your show. I'm here. And uh, what happened was, uh, Caitlin got pulled over for speeding. Uh, she wasn't even going that fast. And um, I guess her license was suspended for something she didn't know about. Um, and this police officer, instead of just giving her the speeding ticket and being like, okay, get your license, get that straightened out, like the police officer was like, you can't drive. And she was driving the headliner and he didn't have a license. And instead of going about his business, the cop just stayed there and watched him. So the promoter calls me and tells me I have to come get them. And it's like, no, I don't. Like, I will. But you should ask. Don't just say we got to go. Like there's other people involved. You could ask a friend. You know what I mean? I'm I'm on the show. Like he should have – but whatever. He actually ended up being a very nice guy. But uh, but so – and this was no fault of Caitlin's. I'm more uh, making fun of the promoter here because uh, it, this idea that I had to be the guy that goes. So what, what happened was I think – um, he, I drove. He picked me up. I drove in his truck like an hour away, and then I got in Caitlin's car and I drove us uh back to the hotel. Uh, but 
then the gig went great. Caitlin went, Caitlin went first. She was great. Uh, then I went. I was good. And then the headline was great. And uh, but the, re- the my favorite part, uh, the whole reason I brought this up, because Caitlin being on the podcast reminded me of it, is this was Greg's gig. Greg um, had to drop out for some reason or another. Greg was still on the posters, so it was Greg, Caitlin, and um, the headliner. Cause shit, I wish I could remember his name. Um, it was Greg, Caitlin, and the headliner. And so the guy uh, who run ran the show, the promoter, wants us all to sign the poster under our faces. And so the headliner signs, Caitlin signs, and I'm like, okay, wh- wh- where do you want me to sign? And he goes, right there. And he's literally pointing at Greg's face. And I go, you want me to sign my name as Greg? And he goes, yeah, you replaced Greg, so you just signed there. So I had to sign like five posters, just mind Brendan Air under Greg Stone's face. So someone out there has posters that are very valuable uh, because they're just an inaccurate uh, signature. Um, but so that 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 was uh, an interesting move. Uh, by the promoter. Now, uh, uh, on to some of the uh, content. Um, uh, Greg's sports knowledge was laid bare in front of Caitlin. That was interesting. Pat Bird was someone he brought up as a person. Uh, I, I googled Pat Bird. Uh, Pat Bird is uh, such a non-famous person. Like, usually... If you Google almost any name, there's some somewhat accomplished person given that name. Pat Bird, the highest ranked Pat Bird in all of Google is just a real estate agent in Colorado. So uh, that's how far Greg was from naming it. Uh, and not just a sports figure, any kind of celebrity. Uh, now, the other thing I found interesting was this story of Greg at a party telling Caitlyn to have Steve call out his name during sex and then Caitlyn being offended because she thought Greg uh, told her to call out his name during sex and then finally them clearing up. What was interesting to me is why is Steve calling out his name any better? That seems just as concerning, if not more insulting to Caitlin, that Steve would be having sex with her and just go, Greg Stone! So I, I, uh, I, I wish I was there to have weighed in on that. Um, now then Greg went on to pontificate uh, ha, ha, if anyone had ever thought of him while they were having sex. That is an interesting thing he brought up because I... Uh, was told this was uh, years ago when I was single um, and I won't say who this person was but somebody who had a boyfriend told me I think of you uh, when I have sex with him and I I did not know what to say because like kind of like that's a, a, a compliment but it's also like really sleazy. Like what? 
I know you. I I, I know your boyfriend. Like the, we weren't friends, but I knew him. It's like that. I, what What are you telling me? Like, are you trying? Are you trying to fuck? Like, what is, what is going on here? I don't. So I just said, thanks, thank thank you, and uh, moved on uh, because uh, I, I found that. It is a nice that's cool, good I guess that you want to be thought of but it's also weird where you're like what what's your end game in telling me this uh you want me to uh jack off thinking about it cuz I did so good that's taken care of uh, and then uh Greg mentioned uh judging uh races by the last one he met I did this for a long time with the Amish because uh, for whatever reason, you know, there's Amish in Ohio. Uh, there's there's Amish in Ohio and uh, they're about maybe an hour and 15 minutes outside of Cleveland. And for whatever reason, they fucking love the zoo. If you go to the zoo, it's going to be about half Amish people there. Not in, not as the exhibits, but going around looking at the animals. And I, my first interaction with an Amish person, I was like twelve, and this, and and, and this little Amish boy who was like twelve, we were just standing there looking at a gorilla, and then he just threw a rock at the gorilla, and for years that's uh, that. I hated the Amish because I was like, they, they'll throw rocks at gorillas in the zoo. I wish those bars weren't there. He would tear your non-zipper using arms off your fucking body, you Amish. Now, the truth is, uh, I'm sure there's some great Amish, but there are a lot of problems in the Amish community. They don't handle, they call us the English and they don't like English police involvement. So there's a lot of like, fucked up shit where a guy will like be a sexual molester and they'll be like you're excommunicated for 90 days and it's like well that is not a fitting punishment for the crime uh but i'm sure there are some really great amish people they block up uh traffic sometimes uh they do block up traffic uh now i have here written down shirt story that was something that i noted from the podcast shirt story and i don't know what the fuck it was about uh no idea shirt story uh that is just one we'll have to oh so greg's going to this greek barber i go to well now my my because my roommate at my apartment is because uh, I, I don't officially live with Amy yet. My roommate's a stylist, so I go to her. But I used to go to George's, and they're all Albanian. And those guys, man, they will—they do not say a fucking word to you. Uh, you sit down in that chair, and they—they they don't ask you what you want. They just cut your hair. They the the guy who the guy who cuts my hair. He has a giant. Uh, Rect, just black rectangle cover-up tattoo on his forearm. And man, there is something fucking war crimes related under that.
cover up. I can tell you that much right now. If you're going to the lengths of just getting a giant cover up that's just a black block, there's nothing good under there. Uh, there's nothing good. So, uh, but one time he cut my hair. Well, I, I one time I asked for a haircut and a beard trim. He, uh, this is how much the Eastern Europeans care about beards. Cut my hair in five minutes. Took an hour and ten minutes to trim my beard, uh, and I looked like Vlade Divac uh, afterwards. Uh, and then finally, I should wrap this thing up. Uh, but finally. Uh, probably the moment of the podcast for me, uh, was Greg talking about, uh, being on a rooftop, uh, in Japan in the seventies, uh, and, uh, Anthony, uh, immediately saying, I know what he's talking about. I know what he's talking about. Like that was just a known thing a rooftop a rooftop japan sexual business meeting and anthony going yeah no i know what he means i know exactly what he had what the fuck is the shirt story what was brought up about shirts what do let me just brainstorm on shirts for a little bit because i can't think of what possibly they could have been talking about shirt wise that i would have wanted wanted to get involved in shirts huh man this is gonna fucking really eat away at me all day i'll have to go back and listen to the podcast and then see what i think about shirts and uh well it's a problem is what it is really it could have been a typo i don't know it could have been a type do i don't even think i i don't have a story about shirts i don't think you know, so uh, that's probably going to do it. But listen, the three of us, I'm going to put out a a, a uh, Patreon only, um, a Patreon only uh, recap of the Patreon episode. Uh, and the thing is, as comedians, we're, we're, we're losing a lot of work right now. So if, if you guys aren't uh, Patreon subscribers, thinking about, think about subscribing to the Patreon, as long as you can afford it. I don't, because I know everyone's get, getting hit hard by this thing. So I don't, I don't want, we really don't want anyone who, who you know, to stretch or to skimp to, to do the Patreon. But if you have extra money or you're doing well, uh, it would be helpful to subscribe to the Patreon or, or up your subscription if you can. I would absolutely. We don't want anyone who who's jammed up. Or I know this is. We're pretty much going to go into a recession. They're bailing out the airlines. Uh, Boeing Boeing said they are. Uh, their workers will be working from home, but they will continue to make airplanes. They literally said that in a press release, which is just I think a way of making their stock price not crash because you cannot make airplanes from home. I know that for a fact. Uh impossible. Um so either there were either they will continue to make wor- airplanes or uh their workers will work from home. Not both. Uh definitely not both. Um but anyway, yeah, uh, follow me at Airbud, E-Y-R-E-B-U-D. Follow Anthony, follow Greg, follow Caitlin Palufo. Um, and then that's been the, the, the recap episode. Uh, and, I, you know, I only have one more of these to do. And then it's the, the three amigos. 
back again. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.